This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. First up today, would you participate in a clothing swap? So this is coming because uh, there was a report from quite a while ago, actually, um, on The Star that highlighted the swap project. And they're also going to be our guests this evening and their initiatives in sustainable fashion. Um, so as the name implies, it encourages clothes swapping to reduce the clothing waste that is sent to landfills. And it began in 2018 uh, by our guest Jada Chong, whom you'll be hearing from shortly. But the the larger, I think, narrative surrounding why clothing swaps or any sort of initiative to try and deal better with this issue of buying clothes, um, why it matters is because I think increasingly people are becoming aware of the the ecological as well as human rights costs um, surrounding fast fashion and the ways in which we produce the sheer amount of clothes that are out there in the world. Yeah, so some of the numbers that we have from the environmental impact of the fashion industry, apparently the industry produces about 10% of annual global carbon emissions. Uh, it also produces harmful greenhouse gases, uh, which are projected to grow from about 50% uh, to, uh, sorry, by, by 50% uh, uh, to in 2003. Now, fashion sector uses about three, 93 billion cubic meters of water annually, which is 4% of all global freshwater withdrawals. So, those are the numbers, right? But actually, when we talk about swapping clothes or secondhand clothes, um, I know that there is a larger psychological barrier to sort of surmount because I, for one, was raised uh, in a family that had a fair amount of aversion when it comes to the idea of using secondhand clothes or even borrowing clothes from people outside of close family, right? So um, I don't particularly have an issue with it. In fact, now I, I... very much enjoy receiving clothes from friends who are perhaps like, this doesn't quite work for me. This looks like it might be your size. Um, Would you like it? Um, I also do that with things that I own. As long as they are in good condition, I ask people in my life. I haven't yet done an official swap, um, but I think this is actually one of a a very doable thing that most people could put in place. I've talked about this before. I like my clothes. Um, I am a reformed inveterate shopper. And so um, because of that, I've really changed the ways in which I consume. And so something like this resonate with me a lot. Um, I was also raised to be very fearful of secondhand clothes. But again, because I like clothes, uh, that was a problem that was overcome very early on. Um, So to me, clothes swapping makes sense. Um, I'm also a big believer in, uh, in general, I think a lot of us actually could stand to buy less. Mm -hmm. Um, We could stand to have fewer clothing items. Um, But if you are going to buy clothes, and I think a lot of people gain pleasure from that, and that's not to be dismissed either, then something like a clothing swap makes a lot of sense. So buying less will bring capitalism down to its heels, right? Not to knees, rather, not heels. Save but the world I, and, and bring capitalism down. down. I do want to ask, though, uh, I was the younger child, so I got a lot of hand-me-downs uh, and, you know, even sometimes from my mother, which really annoyed me because, you know, it d- did feel like before I had the language for it, misgendering. But, okay, uh, but there was that. I mean, we T-shirts and stuff, to be honest. Uh, didn't you have hand-me-downs? I was the first child and the first cousin in the entire family. So you so handed have, things down. Yes, absolutely. I was also the hander downer. 
Oh dear, yeah. dear, dear! So and therefore, but, you're but particularly actually, privileged position. But actually, now that you position. mention it, um, I was very much that kid who got clothes given to her by aunties, uh, even by my mum sometimes because I grew up quite quickly. I was very tall for my age, um, so there was a whole phase in life where it was difficult for me to find things that fit. Um, so absolutely, um, and I, and I think that actually, to to your point, Lynn. Um, Especially if you're somebody who enjoys shopping and fashion, uh, there's a there's an odd kind of pleasure in doing it not through the standard. I go to a store and take what the mannequin is wearing, but in a ooh, what can I put together with these clothes that I'm finding? So. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to this idea of clothes swapping, um, particularly around the notions of sustainable fashion. We do want to hear from you. Would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Jada Chong, founder of the Swap Project. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Bigotry Free Malaysia, BFM 89.9. It is 5.14. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. And we're talking about clothes swapping as um, a measure towards sustainable fashion and reducing our reliance on fast fashion. We want to hear from you. Would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now is Jada Chong, founder of The Swap Project. Jada, good to have you with us. So tell us about your own relationship to clothes, fashion and the environment. When did it first begin to shift um, and to start thinking about more environmentally friendly options? Before I started the Swap Project, uh, I was actually a shopaholic. I shopped a lot of clothing and um, to an extent where one design, I would have few colours. Yeah, and I would shop every month. So um, I think back in year 2017, 2018, that's when um, I begin to heard about sustainability and the harm that fast fashion industry is causing. So since then, I actually uh, a bit more caution. And um, one day, my friend actually had a friend as migrating to the US. So she gave her a bunch of clothes. So she called me over to actually swap. That's when I started swapping. And I actually felt a different experience. When that's the first... Uh, I felt different about clothing. The way I see clothes has changed. Like last time, you know, especially for Chinese culture we always must have new clothing. We shouldn't wear second-hand clothing. It's, uh, to the Chinese culture, it's actually bad luck. Yeah, so that was what my upbringing. But when I started wearing second-hand clothing, especially that is not my pass, pass on from my sisters, um, I begin to realize that it's actually something doable. And it's actually, it's just a matter of me opening up my mind. So, broadly speaking then, have you noticed a change in the way people think about clothes and fashion in recent years? Yes, definitely noticed a change. Um, I started the project back in year 2018. So, back then, uh, people are still not very receptive when it comes to pre-loved clothing. But uh, I'm five years into the project. I can actually see that there are more people more 
begin to accept wearing second-hand clothing. And I can also see that the project participants are actually growing. So there is definitely a, a shift in terms of mindset. Yeah, so as you say, there's been a lot more awareness and also pushback on the fast fashion industry. But does that actually translate into uh, people being willing to change their habits or make different choices? There are currently still two groups of people when it comes to this uh, subject. First of all, of course, there's still a lot of awareness and we can see a lot more young people, especially in this generation, uh, raising awareness and pushing uh, pushback of the fast fashion industry. But there are also people where they feel, especially working class, they need to constantly um, um, wear new clothings or change their style. They don't want to repeat the clothing throughout their, uh, their career every month or every day. So those are the people where they will tend to still shop. And of course, second of all, the, the clothing these days are actually way more cheaper, super, super cheap, especially if you buy on online. It's so, it's so affordable. So there is a lot of temptation still for people to shop despite there's a lot of awareness um, uh, about fast fashion industry. And I think third of all is even though there's a lot of awareness and a lot of people talk about fast fashion industry, but broadly speaking, I still feel that majority of the people are still, still do not fully aware of the uh, impact that the fast, fast fashion industry is, is creating. So let's talk about the SWAP project. What usually brings people to you? Is it usually driven by these sorts of considerations? Okay, people that come to the project are actually different people with different reasons. So of course, uh, there are groups of people where they are aware of the fast fashion industry and the impact. They want to live a more sustainable lifestyle. So they come to the project to SWAP clothing. Then there's another group of people where they... They, they don't see the value of constantly buying clothing because like I mentioned, the clothing now is very cheap but quality is very bad. So you may not feel that you want to constantly keep paying and buying for this kind of quality. Yeah. So um, these are the groups of people that are, are coming to the project and these are some of the reasons that actually drive them to, to choose clothes swap. So slow fashion advocates argue that we should be focusing on acquiring less and shopping our own wardrobe more. But of course, uh, people will say, oh, they need clothes for occasions or work clothes wear out quickly. With that in mind, um, could one reasonably expect to get all their new clothing needs from swaps? I think what they argue is correct. Uh, this is a very reasonable argument. Like when you buy clothes, of course, obviously, it's for different occasions or for reasons, Right. Um, f but I wanted to highlight uh, from the SWAT project point of view, I think we should educate everyone to, to change their mindset about clothing. We shouldn't think so we shouldn't focus so much on new or pre-love, but we should focus on its functionality and its occasion and its quality and material. Because at the project we have different, different kind of clothes. If you want formal wear, you can find them. If you want um, uh, gowns, 
for events, for occasions, you can find them. If you want everyday workwear, you can also find them here. And we receive so many uh, clothing donations from the public. We have uh, different tops, skirts, pants, which you can choose and do your own mix and match. So I always uh, tell people that you can definitely find something here. But you just need to be open and you just need to change your mindset. You need to appreciate what is already created and you need to see the beauty in every piece of clothing because when you when you begin to see it differently that's when you will learn to appreciate and work with what you have yeah so we see all these articles written about clothing in the atacama desert or markets in the global south being flooded with clothing waste uh, what's it like here in malaysia in in our context uh, are we also throwing away a lot of clothes Actually, surprisingly, yes, Malaysia do throw away a lot of clothes. Um, in uh, If you Google it online, you'll be able to find these facts uh, from the cloth, cloth care uh, website. Um, they actually did a research in a span of 22 months in four states. They actually collected 680,000 kg of textile waste. So that's approximately 3.6 million pieces of clothing in four states in just 22 months. So um, sadly, um, Malaysians do have this throwaway culture practice. Yeah, we, we actually do. And if you, I used to work in the retail industry uh, in the shopping mall. I see people actually shop a lot. They really shop a lot. Whenever the, the fashion brand is having sales, people will just go in and buy, regardless they need clothing or not, because they find it, it's cheap. You know, I should get the bargain. Yeah. And sometimes after they buy, they don't wear them. So this is where the project comes in. So it's a place where um, if you already have, if, if you have clothing that you don't wear anymore, some is still intact and you shouldn't just throw it away. You can pass it to us, you can donate to the project and someone else would actually pick it up and wear it. So we, we are actually a, a filter, a net <laughs> to actually catch all this clothing before it actually goes out to the landfill. Yeah, but it can all feel a little bit like it's a needle in a haystack, right? Uh, what role does swapping play in reducing the environmental footprint of the fashion industry? I really feel that what we are doing has a huge impact uh, to the uh, environment because um, throughout year 2018 up to uh, this day, we have been doing running the project for five years and we did collect some of the data, like the number of clothes that people usually swap back. So um, on average, I think uh, up to this day, we have saved at least more than 20,000 pieces of clothing away from the landfill. It's not a huge amount in the span of five years, but I'm glad we did uh, make a change and we did encourage people to reuse what we already have. So one complaint uh, that's been emerging from thrift stores, especially on an international level, has been that fast fashion goods, which are often poorly made and less likely to last, are now included in their stock. Uh, is this also a problem you have? Unfortunately, yes. Because uh, nowadays, the fashion industry are pretty much driven by fast fashion. 
So uh, a lot of people when they shop, it's always tend to be fast fa- fast fashion product. It's something that is very difficult for us to avoid. Um, that's why what we are doing right now, whenever Swapper comes in, we also try to educate them. We are not, even though our tagline is swap more and buy less, um, if you do buy clothing, we also encourage all of you to choose wisely. Okay, so tell us about how you screen clothes that come into the swap project. Actually, we do screen them piece by piece. Yeah, that's a lot of clothes to screen, thousands of them. So personally, that's my job. I screen through all the clothing. I picked up only those that are in good condition for people to swap. So those that really not suitable to swap, at our current capacity, we don't have any recycling factory. So we will pass it on to the cloth care bin because they have a better facility to actually manage all this textile waste. Yeah. Um, and besides that, during the event when people come in, they bring in their clothes. We also train our volunteers to screen the clothing for us as well. Yeah, so uh, this is how we actually ensure that all the clothing at the project is in good condition. So in general, what else can we do to be more ethical when buying clothes? Are there specific materials that we should look out for? You can always uh, Google online what are the sustainable fashion brands in Malaysia. Uh, Surprisingly, there are actually uh, sustainable brands in Malaysia. Um, If you just Google, you can find the top 10. Um, There are uh, sustainable sportswear that are made from uh, plastic materials, recycled plastic materials into fibres. There are a company in Malaysia that are actually using bamboo uh, fibre to make clothing. There's also another company, there are other companies who are using banana stems fiber to make clothing. So sometimes it's a matter of educating yourself to find out which are the sustainable products and uh, read up to find out um, what are the sustainable um, process for a company to be considered a textile sustainability. Yeah, so you can shop for these different type of brands and of course support Malaysia, support local because they are Malaysia brand. Yeah. And um, uh, of course look for material as well. Besides all these material that I highlight, there are also uh, materials that has been around in the market for some time like natural fiber, uh, linen, um, and when you choose clothing, uh, sometimes the more colourful doesn't mean it's the, 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 the best or the most sustainable. Sometimes the most plain natural colour are the types that are more sustainable because they use a sustainable dye, uh, dye that are not harmful to the environment. Jada, any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? I would like to encourage the listeners and the public to actually check us out, uh, find out what a, what is the SWAP project about and come and experience it yourself. Um, throughout the years, a lot of people have doubts about wearing pre-loved clothing, but after they come to the event and after they try and they manage to swap back so many pieces of beautiful clothing that they like and it's still in wonderful condition, that really changed their mindset about 
clothing. So I want everyone to at least give us a chance, give yourself a chance to try this uh, sustainable lifestyle. Yeah, and um, I strongly encourage you to start being sustainable. You don't have to be an extremist, you know, Everything has to be sustainable. You cannot use a single piece of plastic. I would encourage you to start small, tiny steps. If you have never uh, practiced sustainable lifestyle before, simply by starting very small action, just do not use plastic straws when you go out and order drinks. Or when you go tap out your, your coffee, just bring your own cup. Start small steps. Yeah. And... From there, you can begin to contribute back to the environment. Yeah, and uh, if you are curious how to find out about us, you can actually find us on Instagram, Facebook, and also website. You just have to type the SWAP project. Very straightforward and simple. Jada, thanks for speaking with us. That was Jada Chong, founder of The Swap Project. Do weigh in. Would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. And stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Bring forth Moolah, BFM 89.9. It is 5.39. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. And we've been talking about clothes swaps or secondhand clothes um, in line with um, this increased interest in sustainable fashion, in uh, moving away from fast fashion. So we would like to hear from you. Would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have a caller on the line. Uh, good evening, Fateha. What are your thoughts? Hello, hi. Hi. Okay, so um, I agree with participating with swap clothing. However, there is a certain criteria that I need to ensure that they meet my criteria before I do the swap clothing. Currently, I only swap my clothing within my family members and friends. However, I am not that confident to swap my clothes with strangers because um, sometimes I do have issues with um, hygienic issues because um, people, I don't know, because I believe there is a, uh, for people prone to eczema, um, they, they, they are very selective upon um, uh, about, um, sustainable clothing, meaning that the second-hand clothing will be an issue for eczema-prone people like me, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you have a specific condition. But in, in general, do you think that hygiene is an issue, if, especially if people wash those clothes thoroughly before they swap it? I know people wash their clothes. Even if you go to thrift shops, they already wash their clothes. But however, there is, um, you know, something that we, we cannot uh, avoid of having this dilemma. That Just like a mental like, block, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's psychological that saying that, oh, uh, if you wear this kind of clothes, uh, you don't know the other person, the person before who wear it, uh, have this condition, condition and whatnot. Because you are very... Your, your your skin is very sensitive, so it will affect you how you perceive uh, the second-hand clothes, yeah. I have a very quick question, Fateha. You said you do it with friends and family. Do you do, like, organized swaps where you guys all get together and bring different clothes? Or is it more of an informal, just handing things off to people? Um, it's more informal. For example, uh, usually um, I'll swap my clothing with, uh, with my family members. For example, uh, if I just gave I just gave birth, so I have a lot of maternity clothes. So my sister is um, my sister is pregnant. So 
um, I will usually pass down my maternity clothes so they don't have to buy it anymore. Something like that. Occasionally, not all the time, yeah. Fateha, thank you for calling and for sharing your experiences. Um, you know, I think the maternity clothes idea is a really, uh, example is a really good one. I know many friends who've done similar things, uh, not just with clothes, but even uh, baby clothes, um, all the items that you might need for the care of children. Because, you know, once you don't need them, why buy new ones when actually many, many used ones are perfectly worth uh, being used again? I've said this before. Um, I, I think actually the most responsible thing you can do once you've purchased just uh, clothes and if you're done with them is exactly what you're doing, Fateha, which is that you know exactly where it's going to go and you often know that it's going to go to somebody who will use them. Because of course, the thing that happens with a lot of folks um, is that you've purchased a lot of stuff, you now realise that you have these things that you need to clear out and in that impulse to conmarie your house, you just kind of move the clothes out into into the world, whether it's throwing it out or donations or whatever it might be. But the thing about that is... Um, Sometimes it just creates space for you to get more stuff, you know, it, it, and, and there's no way for you to know where those clothes go on to. For all you know, they go to a landfill. So I think this whole premise of doing it with people you know, with people you know need stuff, um, it's why, I, like I said, I like to sell because I think selling also ensures that people are actually purchasing something they want. Um, all of that, I think, is, is a good way of going about things. Well, I have my own mental block when it comes to giving away clothes because, you know, I hold on tenaciously to clothes, T-shirts that have been with me for 20 years or so. And that is uh, I often outgrow my, my clothes and then I dream of one day returning oh, to that size. Oh, this is such a common thing. Isn't that it? That you one day will return be to able that... to wear it again and emerge like a phoenix. <laughs> emerge <laughs> like a phoenix shed of 20 kilos. And so, yes, and then and therefore that clothes, you know, that that prize shirt will be um, just right for the moment. I find it very freeing to to actually give away um, or swap exactly those clothes because it allows me to feel a little better about being more comfortable in what I am now. Um, Meezy actually has um, a point again about the friend and family circle. So Meezy says, um, I've received hand-me-downs. I've also passed on clothes when I was young amongst my own siblings and more well-to-do relatives. Then I did a little swapping during my secondary school days when we greatly admired a BFF's blouse or skirt. But swapping was kept to a minimum under my mum's eagle eye because BFFs are not relatives. And then in my college days, I didn't do swapping but convinced my male college mates to lend me their tops. One of my fashion creations was wearing a guy's baju melayu paired with a pencil skirt. Really made my day from all the attention I got turning up for class that day. Now as a senior citizen, I'd probably freak everyone out if I continued this type of swapping. Maisy, all only to say, I think you should wear that outfit and get the attention. I would applaud you. Uh, I was going to say, I'm not sure you'd freak anyone out. I, I think you should. you should go for it. Well, you know, I'm not exactly sure what a pencil skirt is, um, personally, but um, I like the idea, especially of older people still being creative and uh, you know, imaginative with their clothing. So yeah, more power to you. Um, I think this one is really relevant from CK, who says, I'm not going to participate because most of the clothes I have are comfortable for me and I always wear them. I don't even buy new clothes nowadays, even during Chinese New Year. So basically, my cabinet doesn't have many clothes that I don't wear at all. And CK, that's great. So you are exactly the person who doesn't need it. Um, you're, you're, I think I'm a little bit envious, actually. I don't know if you can tell because it sounds like you've really kind of optimised your wardrobe to be 
what you need and exactly what you want. Um, I don't think clothes swapping necessarily needs to be something for everybody, right? It, it really does come down to... Um, recognizing like, oh, if I need new clothes or if I have that impulse to shop but I don't feel like I should be, you know, that's where something like a clothes swap comes in. No, plus CK seems to already be doing the thing you're supposed to be doing um, when thinking of sustainable fashion, which is to only shop for the things you need, um, don't hoard clothes that you're probably not going to wear and basically be a mindful shopper. What about that whole idea of just having that one simple outfit all the time? And You're talking about a capsule wardrobe. Mm. Is that what it is? And then you just, well, basically... Oh, you're talking about a uniform, actually. Uh, yeah. Like the Mark Zuckerberg, Bill, um, Steve Jobs. Steve yeah, Jobs just the, the T-shirt. And the, so then there's no, no um, desire, I guess, on one hand, or impulse to get something new, get something different, uh, you know, uh, refresh the wardrobe because it always, you have the same look every day. So, okay, what all of this comes down to is um, your relationship with your clothes, right? Because frankly, everybody's relationship with their clothes is going to be different. I think some people um, may be listening to this and thinking, I'm amazed that anybody has ever given this much thought to what they wear. Um, But on the other hand, you have people who um, have an emotional connection or feel a creative connection with their clothes. So I really think it depends on on why you buy what you buy because I can tell you that if that for me at least wearing the same thing every day would be like eating the same thing every day. I would wither and and grey out and just kind of become a shadow. <laughs> my former self. I agree. Um, I love being able to play around with clothes. I love being able to reflect my mood or my uh, current phase in life uh, with with the things I wear. But I'm also increasingly becoming aware that that doesn't mean I have to keep buying new things. Um, Shopping your own wardrobe is something I've actually gotten quite excited about. Like, in fact, today I'm actually wearing a combination that I wouldn't have worn six months ago. And it's a top I hadn't touched in over a year. And I decided, hey, you know, let's try and make that work with something else. So you're right. I think it has a lot to do with how important this notion of variety in your wardrobe is to you. We will pick up the conversation after this again. We are asking you, would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Break from mediocrity. BFM 89.9. It is 5.50. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. And we're talking about sustainable sustainable fashion, specifically the notion of clothes swapping or buying secondhand clothes. And uh, we've been asking you, would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call 77332900. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have plenty of thoughts coming in on this. Uh, I'd like to pair a couple. So Andrew says, some people pantang with pre-loved clothing um, because people do sell the clothes of folks who have passed away. Um, Ling, meanwhile, says, ever since I discovered bundle shops, now 90% of my clothes purchases are secondhand. I love the joy of finding that one piece that fits me perfectly. And I wanted to contrast the two because, Andrew, I've heard this before. Um, I I think also, for me personally, as someone who, who has lost loved ones, I actually really like the idea 
idea of of someone else enjoying their good clothing um, or actually of myself enjoying their good clothing in some instances but th- th- it's that same feeling I-, I think that clothes are meant to be worn um, we've all had that experience I think of finding like very old clothes that have just been hanging in a wardrobe and realising that they've just aged you know that the, the fibres are coming apart and sometimes there is that feeling of oh well, that's a waste. You know, someone could have been wearing it and loving it and patching it up. And so I understand the pantang. Um, I think it's not something, there's nothing that I can really say that will change your mind if you are pantang. Um, but my perspective on it has often been just that um, if you loved somebody, it's nice seeing their clothes get enjoyed by others as well. Yeah, I put, I mean, I don't kind of share these concerns about, you know, dead people and what they leave behind. My father left behind a wardrobe. Uh, of it, only the ties remain and actually a set of coats and dinnerware from the 50s. And I, I've saved them. And I, I kind of like cherish them and I wish somebody would wear them. I'm not my yeah. father's size anymore. Not suddenly when he was, you know, a young man going to uh, naval college in England. But but all this stuff is so wonderful and so beautifully handcrafted. I mean, now 70 years on. And I, I, I wish something, somebody could inherit it. So my when my dad passed away, my mom gave away um, a bunch of his uh, shirts and on, all to my uncles or, you know, some of my other relatives. And I used to get so much pleasure in watching them come to events and wearing a shirt that I recognised was my dad's. It just made me feel a little bit like a piece of him was still in the world. Um, so I think that's one way to kind yeah. of flip those those negative sentiments on its head. We do have a caller on the line. Uh, good evening, Yanni. What are your thoughts? Hi. Um, so my family at first had some reservation about wearing someone else's secondhand clothes. But um, some people might think that, um, you know, you get a bad juju. But really, if you if you wear the piece and it resonates with you, it could just change your whole entire view about uh, sustainable clothing. Thank you, Yanni. Um, actually, I, I'm curious um, about whether, do you do swaps or do you uh, go thrifting? Oh, yes. I do swaps and thrifting on carousel. I love it so much because I'm pretty sure that when I... Uh, do this kind of activity it really helps the planet in a way that I can I can do it so <laughs> it's quite a fun activity too. <laughs> uh, thank you Yanni for calling um, I'm so glad to hear people for whom this is not just a responsibility but actually gives them joy I've been saying this. Um, Yanni, we are in the same club. I have been saying this for months on air, off air. So Yanni, I'm, she was punching the air as you spoke. Yes, no, I just think that I just. I've been thrifting for a very long time. And so I, I really like the idea that it's becoming more mainstream than it was before. Um, I think the internet, um, as Yanni pointed out, is also offering different avenues for people to do it. So there are in-person events, there's online. There are just so many ways in which to to do this, which so is great. I, I Actually, I wanted to say, and, and I will pair this with, uh, with a message that's come in, which I thought was interesting. I didn't think thrifting was for me for a really long time because of size. Um, I used to think I wouldn't be able to find, I barely find my size in regular fashion. So I thought getting secondhand, but um, 
there are now actually so many size inclusive uh, thrift labels. There, there's also a more informal social media where people just put up their plus size fashion and you know if you like it you get in touch and you buy it off of them. So Aizuddin is saying I'm very big 7XL to be exact. I won't have the opportunity to do the swap thing but I don't usually really waste clothes. As being this big my clothes come from Shopee they're quite expensive. I usually buy a set of same clothes with different colours and use them for a few years. I also repair anything that's needed. Um, Isaiden, good on you. I think that also sounds like very responsible choices when it comes to clothing. Um, and if at all you are interested, I do think more and more there are avenues, particularly online, for larger people um, to do swaps and so on. Uh, not perfect, but they are starting to exist. Now, I was to pick up on the idea of repairing things, right? It kind of like, um, you know, darning. Remember that whole idea of darning socks? I mean, we don't oh, darn... sewing a button that popped off. So few people yeah. do that anymore. I can do it. But I'm having trouble uh, threading the needle. But I must say that this idea of, you know, just you know, putting things back together is it's an old idea. And that idea that uh, Yani mentioned, this idea of bad juju, is so much about class and so much about a period in our history where our aspirations meant that we could not do what actually a previous generation wouldn't have blinked about, right? They would have been quite okay with swaps and, and, and repairing things and such. Lee Shun says, A friend lost weight and handed me a box of clothes that no longer fit. I chose what I wanted. I gave the rest back to her. One of her blazers helped me pass my viva. I'm really thankful. And that's such a lovely story. I also think that this is the way to do it sometimes, which is to say that just because clothes clothes are free doesn't mean you grab them all. Because that again becomes part of the problem, right? The the pressure to to take things or the pressure to consume or buy or that same perch that same impulse can show up even in clothes swapping whereas with this it's a this is useful for me thank you so much i'm going to give this back to you and now it might be useful to other people you might know Actually, um, I, I want to extend that point to the notion of donating clothes, right? Because I think sometimes people think that when you're donating your clothes, it's just an avenue to dump whatever clothes you have that perhaps aren't even really usable. Put it all in a box, give it away to somebody whom you think is in need. Um, and I'm not sure that that's necessarily the most productive model, even when it comes to, say, um, my mom's helper. I often do exactly what um, Lishun was saying, which is to give her a box of things and say, do you like anything? in here, would you like to take it? Rather than this blanket assumption that everything I don't want anymore is something somebody else might want. Oh, might want and oh, desperate enough to take. Right. Yes. So this is the other thing, right? Um, yeah, it seems to be muddle the purpose of these things and getting the ethics of it right is, I think, important. Andrew, um, again, making that point about... Um, cultural assumptions around this saying I was really sad when my uh, after my mum passed uh, to donate her clothes away when my dad passed my mum previously burnt his clothes because she believed he would receive them in his afterlife I thought that was wasted yeah there are a lot of cultural um, things I think around clothes and belonging uh, belongings I wonder if that's changing over time because in the case of Andrew's family generationally at least it sounds like it is um, Tana says in the world 
airline road race event, we have a shirt swap party where we exchange t-shirts with other airlines. This is an annual thing. In 97 and 2001, MAS hosted it in KL. We even swap old t-shirts. This year, the event will be in Auckland and it's hosted by Air New Zealand. Oh, that's a really cute factoid. I've heard of people who are regular marathoners or, or bike racers who also do this sort of thing, which is to sort of swap the shirts as souvenirs of the events that they've been to. Um, I think that's a really cute idea. Yeah, I guess it's a sporting thing, isn't it? Um, it is a gesture of goodwill between And memorabilia. Sportsmen. Anyway, we are asking you, would you participate in clothes swaps or buy secondhand clothes? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.